This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello. Karibu sana. This is the Africa Climate Conversations weekly podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Mbogwa. Last week, I mentioned that we are embarking on a series looking into how climate change impacts mental health. But when we say the climate has changed, what are we talking about? To what extent has it changed? First, remember, this conversation has been made possible by a grant from the International Women's Media Foundation's Howard G. Buffet Fund for Women's Journalists. Now, the World Meteorological Organization has already released a report saying that 2020 was one of the three warmest years on record. This was after 2019 and 2016. But how has the weather in East Africa specifically changed and what are the impacts? So my guest today is Abubakar Rasali Babika, a climate scientist from the IGAD Climate Prediction and Application Center, IGPUC. Abubakar, thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is uh, Abu Bakr Saleh Babikir. Uh, I am a climate scientist. Um, I have a PhD in climate science from uh-huh. Stockholm University. Uh-huh. And I have worked before for Sudan Med, for the Swedish Metrology Institute, uh, for, the, for Stockholm University. Uh-huh. And currently I work for the IGAD Climate Prediction and Application Center. Yeah, for the past three and a half years uh, in Nairobi, in Kenya. Mm. Uh, my current position is a climate information expert. Okay. Thank you so much, Abu Bakr, for uh, coming coming on board today. Good, good. I'm also happy to talk to you uh, to, about this important issue of climate change and its impact in the region. Ah, absolutely. So now um, I'm embarking, this particular series is looking into mental health and specifically looking into how climate change impacts our mental health. But I thought before we delve into the nitty-gritties of mental health and natural disasters, we look into how the climate and weather has changed over the years. And I don't want us to you know, introduce what weather is and what climate is, because we have a whole episode, the first and second episode, that explains the difference between weather and climate. So, dear listener, if you're wondering what's the difference between, because there's a huge difference between the two, please visit that particular podcast. But now, Abu Bakr, um, how has the weather and climate changed in Kenya specifically? And I want us to start in Kenya and then we can go over in East Africa. But specifically, over the last 10 years, what are the major changes we've actually seen in Kenya? For Kenya, and of course, it is similarly also to the rest of the region, uh-huh. uh, but for Kenya for now, we can talk about um, generally there is one of the major signs of climate change, it is the increase uh, in the temperature. Uh-huh. So, for example, a very recent study which was published in 2019 indicated that uh, published in Nature to, in 2019, mm. that uh, the increase in in the temperature, especially maximum uh, and minimum temperature, is about uh, two degrees Celsius. Mm. This is just for the last, uh, let's say, last 30 years, for example, mm. from 1981 up to 2010. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, using high resolution data. Uh, temperature the maximum temperature increased about two degrees celsius and and the 
and the minimum temperature increased by 1.2 degrees Celsius. So this is a major change in temperature. Mm. Uh, the other changes, if you if you look into, for example, rainfall, uh, there are some areas, small areas in Kenya, have seen either increase and decrease, but they are they are minimum. But the general trend in the rainfall is that there is no significant change in terms of amount. But we have seen significant or a clear change in the what we call it the links of the of the rainy season mm-hmm. or the links of the growing season rather not mm-hmm. the rainy season but the growing season which means that the rainfall uh, became concentrated in a shorter time period yeah the growing season is that the season or the period in which that you can grow uh, a plant or, or or farm and cultivate uh, that is different than than um, the rainy season in general, the amount of rainfall. Mm-hmm. That, so, and this would lead short and shorter uh, growing season. It is very likely related to a high amount of rainfall in shorter time period. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and and this is will lead us to, to another phenomena related to climate change, which is the increase of extreme uh, Events. Yeah. Uh, we have, yeah, we have seen an increase in the, the number of uh, floods, landslides in certain areas, and in uh, in some other areas you, you see also um, the, the the drought mm. uh, also became more frequent. Yeah, that means in terms of temperatures, the two degrees uh, Celsius, it's increased higher than actually the what the Paris Agreement aims to achieve globally, right? Yes, that is a very good point, is that uh, the increase is already higher than uh, what is uh, yeah, the target of Paris Agreement, especially the lower target of Paris Agreement. Mm. Where, as you know, Paris Agreement has two targets, which is uh, to keep, yeah, to keep the, the, the warming between 1.5 as an ambitious target or the worst case to be about two, uh, below two degrees Celsius. Yeah. But that means we are already in some areas of the region already we have passed that uh, target uh, of, of, of the Paris Agreement. Yeah. And uh, if, you, if you compare the increase, the target of Paris Agreement is actually compare the, the warming to the pre-industrial time, yeah. which is, uh, yeah. A, a, yeah. So you will find that the, our region really warmed quite faster. It be in some areas it reached even 2.5 degrees Celsius in some areas. Mm. The increase if you compare it to the pre-industrial time. Absolutely. And in terms of the impact, what does that mean? Because of this warming now, we've talked about, of course, the landslide have increased, but then in terms of impact, in terms of agriculture and different other sectors, what are some of the huge impacts that we are seeing as a result of this? Yeah, there, there are two factors here, yeah, uh, as I mentioned, which is the shortening of the growing season and um, and also the issue of warming. So, for example, if you have a rainfall, let's say, assume the rainfall is 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 consistent, it, it comes the same amount, only the temperature is the one that is changing, is getting warmer. So, the, the increase in, in the temperature will affect the benefit of the um, the plant and the, all form of plant, whether they are natural plant or agricultural plant that are grown by someone uh, 
uh, or crops. I was looking for the word crops, uh-huh, so the uh-huh. plant and all the crops. They will have less chance to benefit from rainfall because of the warming. So the warming will lead to a, a higher rate of uh, evaporation from, mm-hmm. from the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, water instead of the the soil has the ability it will reduce the ability of the soil to to contain water for longer time period because warm means that the air will, the, the water will evaporate and go back to the atmosphere yeah and that is one of one of the yeah one of the major uh, impact that would uh, might lead to reduction of the of the yield and and also reducing the the, the, the growing period of that is in which the soil is available to to support uh, the plants mm. so this is yeah yeah of course in in term of um, for for agriculture but of course the, the impact then that will reach to livestock um, water shortages to 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 animals for example those small pocket of water or lagoons that develop uh, due to, to rainfall, they will also evaporate in a higher rate compared compared with a cold colder climate. So those are some of the aspects of the the impact of climate change mm. on 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 the natural system. Most of the time, whenever we are talking about impacts on climate, um, climate impacts in livelihood and economic and everything, we there's a whole lot of uh, direct connection between agriculture and of course people can see how crops have been affected by drought or too much flooding or even livestock but sometimes when it comes to infrastructure like roads and stuff and probably this way would want us to delve into the region the whole of africa region basically in terms of uh, the warming because you say it's much similar when it comes to kenya and the region and just wondering what are the some of the impacts that you've seen um as scientists in terms of the region uh part of, and, and i would want to also to delve in terms of even infrastructure conflict issues and stuff you know and within the region as a result of the changing climate and probably if there are countries that have warmed higher or the rainfall has been you know higher or lower within or temperatures has gone lower that it probably that we can you know mention as well. yes good it's very good to, to look into the infrastructure because it is really one of the major investment mm. you can look into all of our the countries in the region they are very likely to invest uh, they are they are trying to develop and they invest a lot in on infrastructure mm. either money from from local resources from the government itself or sometimes they borrow money actually from uh, yeah. international donor mm. to build infrastructure and now the tricky part mm. is the issue of climate change and the increase of extreme i here would like just to highlight a few issues for example for somalia mm. with all the struggle uh, in on the side of development they are now facing a new challenge which is uh, due to the warming of the indian ocean they have started mm-hmm. to see uh, more frequent tropical cyclones yeah. and very strong and violent uh, tropical cyclones. Oh. So the strongest tropical cyclone to hit uh, Somalia happened uh, in 2018. Yeah. Tropical cyclone Sagar. And, 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 and it became at least once a year, the, the country, uh, if not uh, twice, it, it is impacted by tropical cyclone. And that, of course, causes wide destruction for the infrastructure, for the lives and, and the livelihood of the population there. Um, last year also, in 2019, actually, uh, not, not 2020, but 2019, Djibouti received also uh, one of the highest uh, rainfall amount in record. 
Um, so it was about uh, 338 millimeter in, in just uh, two days, wow. which is almost double of the the, the animal amount of rainfall that uh, the, the country the country receives. Wow. Yeah, and I, I imagine how that is damaging to the whole form of infrastructure, to the oh. road and, and, and things like that. Uh, Kenya also have seen a, a very uh, tough season in 2019, 2020, mm. and that also has led to uh, destruction of the infrastructure, impacted uh, the roads, um, and, and another form of the, the infrastructure. Mm. So the, um, if you go to the western part of the region, for example, Lake Victoria in, in May to yeah. 2020, uh-huh. reach, of course, it is the highest level in record. It reached 13.4 meter, the, the, the water level. And that also uh, impacted the villages uh, and, and the, the towns that uh, so around, the, uh, around the lake uh-huh. uh, in Kenya and, and Uganda. Uh, of course, destroyed lives and livelihood of the population in that area. Yeah. So, and, and many others, like actually the old Manukis, uh, Rift Valley Lake, Lake uh-huh. Baringu, mm. uh, Lake Victoria, they are also expanding and they are impacting the, the tourism and, and, and the infrastructure around the lakes. Yeah. All those are, are really linked to the, the, the extreme event that we have seen in the past few mm. years. Mm. Um, I'm actually thinking of, of small island states within Africa and looking into a country like Madagascar, talking of cyclones, because that is one of the countries that I've actually noticed that seems to be the highest impacted. Um, because it seems to be having like more than one cyclone annually um, late. And I'm just wondering, probably we can speak about the, the level of ocean warming that actually the Indian Ocean, um, uh, to what extent it's warm, because then IPAC released a report and um, according to IPAC said that the Indian Ocean is warming highest than any other part of the tropical um, ocean. And I was thinking probably it, it would make a lot of sense for us to discuss a little bit on what is happening and also looking to what is happening to states like Madagascar and Mozambique because we had um, Cyclone Chalane last year as well and this is coming so fast before even you know Beira and the whole of Mozambique recovers and you know what is happening in terms of the ocean and what is the projection for the cyclones within the Indian Ocean? Uh, this is very good uh, but yes the Indian Ocean uh, the western part specifically of the Indian Ocean mm. has been warming rapidly during the past hundred years and it is the fastest warming part of the whole tropical ocean system yeah mm. uh, yeah, yeah if you look at the whole globe the tropical part of the oceans mm-hmm. you would find that the, the western part of the indian ocean has been warming faster mm-hmm. uh, and it has been warming at the rate of 1.2 degrees celsius which is higher than the global average uh, warming mm-hmm. because globally if you average the whole for the whole globe the warming is now about one degree mm-hmm. celsius or something like that uh, but the Indian Ocean is warming at 1.2 degree uh, Celsius, which is higher than that at uh, the global rate. And this, uh, you can very easily link it, or it could be the the reason behind those strong tropical cyclones uh, uh. that impacted either the southern part of Africa, southern part of East Africa, so uh. the Mozambique region, yeah. or the one that is even the northern part of East Africa, for example, 
like uh, Somalia and this region. For Mozambique, the strongest tropical cyclones in record to hit Mozambique, they happened in 2019, mm. in March and April 2019. And and the other two, it's actually a rare that to have two tropical cyclones in one season mm. for, for Mozambique. Mm-hmm. So that happened uh, only in 2019 and 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, another tropical cyclone, tropical cyclone, Elin and Huda. Mm-hmm. They were also very destructive at uh, that time. Mm-hmm. So those are the major tropical, twice, like double tropical cyclones in yeah. one season. Yeah. And and the, of 2019, they were the strongest in record. Mm-hmm. Other element is that the, the 2019 one, which is Idai, mm-hmm. is not, didn't only impact the, the coastal country, which is Mozambique. Yeah. Uh, but the impact went inland to Malawi and, and Zimbabwe. These are in uh, countries that are mm. inland. Mm. So you can see that the, the button here, yeah, the, the link between the warming in the Indian Ocean and the strings and the, uh, the tropical cyclones. Yeah, what I'm wondering is why is this specific western part of the Indian Ocean warming up so fast? Yeah, this is a bit uh, a bit tricky question. I, I di- don't really have a, a clear uh, uh, answer for mm. that, like why not the rest of the other ocean? But I think it has something to do with the with the ocean uh, circulation. Okay. You know, the the ocean is a dynamical system, so it has it 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 has a it is own circulation, mm-hmm. and uh, and and the circulation actually move the cold water from some region uh, to other. So the ocean basically the ocean and the atmosphere there. The, their main dynamic is controlled by distributing heat. So the heat is actually transported by the ocean and by the atmosphere from the tropical region, which is the, the, tropic, the part that is from the earth, which is always warm and always hot, to the northern part of the, of the, the planet. Uh, so uh, to just a heat transport the whole the whole circulation of the ocean and the atmosphere is driven by the the tendency of the system to distribute energy um, around it uh, and, and 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 then there are some other factors play on it the, the topography um, uh, the the wind button and all those factors uh, play a role in how the heat will be distributed and where it will be located I think that is a major part yeah, that drive that led to certain part of the ocean become warmer than the other uh, part. Mm. All right. Thank you so much for that. The question is, what is the projection? And, and here, uh, maybe we could just start in terms of the Western Indian Ocean warming so fast. What is the projection and what was the projection in terms of where we're likely to go in terms of these cyclones? And also in terms of now the mainland issues to do like the temperatures and also probably the projection in terms of the rainfall, the future projection. Uh, yeah, regarding the projection for the rainfall, mm-hmm. what is projected that, for example, for this region, mm-hmm. East Africa, where we have two two rainy seasons, yeah. uh, March, April, and May, and the other season is um, October, uh, November, December. Uh, one of the recent study came from the University of uh, Texas, and and then the study re- reported that in the in the future uh, uh, climate scenarios, rainfall in the in the in the short rain are very likely to increase um, to almost double by the end of the century if, if the, the warming continue 
in the business as usual scenario. And uh, the rainfall during uh, the long rain, which is March, April, May, very likely uh, to remain the same. Mm -hmm. uh, this 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 contrast has something to do with also with the dynamic and the location of the sun during uh, each season, and and the, the, this dynamic will have different uh, uh, impact on different uh, uh, season. Okay. So it will combine the impact of climate change together with the, with the, with the seasonal cycle, and that is likely to lead to. Uh, same rainfall button during March, April, uh, May, and higher rainfall button during October, uh, and, uh, November, December. So this is in terms of rainfall. In terms of uh, tropical cyclones, my own analysis is that if, if we if the, the the current warming button continue, mm -hmm. uh, it's very likely that uh, the number and the intensity of tropical cyclones. Are, are likely to increase because tropical cyclones are really related to to the warming or how warm is, uh, is the ocean surface. Okay, that is why they develop over the tropical part of the of the globe. They, you don't see a tropical cyclone that develop uh, near Norway, for example, or something near Sweden, because the water is there is, is colder. It's not is not um, supporting to the development of tropical cyclones. Of course, there are other factors to play a role in the development of tropical cyclones, but uh, the basic ingredients is a, warming, a warmer uh, ocean surface. Okay. So, yeah, that is what is expected. All right. Next week, um, I'll, I'll have Pamela come in and we'll talk about how you know, all these impacts, to what extent now, how do they come back and impact us you know as human beings mentally and because this episode we'll be looking into mental health but abu Bakr, as usual thank you so much uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you about um climate impacts uh, and i sincerely appreciate you finding time to come today yes thank you very much it's my pleasure anytime i would be happy to contribute all right, all right. asante sana and do have yourself a lovely day thank you very much you too all right Remember to send your questions, suggestions, and contribution to info at africaclimateconversations.com. You can also subscribe to the Africa Climate Conversation podcast by visiting our website, www.africaclimateconversations.com, so that you do not miss out on any single episode. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any other channel you access your podcast from. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as Africa Climate Conversations. Remember, this conversation has been made possible by a grant from the International Women's Media Foundation's Howard G. Buffet Fund for Women Journalists. Until next week on Tuesday, Kwaheri. My name is Sophie Bogwa. Inaendeshwa na Afriboards.